You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number 14 with Saima Ali, MD. Assalamu alaikum everyone. I am so excited to be speaking to you today. I actually had to look up what episode we were on. I thought we were still on 12 or 13, but we are on number 14 and I am so excited to be speaking to you all and thank you so much for listening in and sending me all your feedback. I love, 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 love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so, so much. Let's speak a little bit more about real estate today and we might switch to a different topic for next week. So there are many, many different ways of investing in real estate, so many different options and you do not always have to even get a mortgage. There is a very famous acronym in real estate, it's called investing with OPM. OPM stands for other people's money. So there are many ways of starting in real estate, building your um, investments up without ever using any of your money. You don't have to use any money. You don't have to get any mortgages. And we will discuss some of those ways today. So what is flipping? Flipping is usually when you purchase a property and then soon after you are reselling it. Now, basic rules stay the same for all sorts of investing. We always want to buy low and sell high. For real estate, you either want to purchase a property that is undervalued. So the properties around it are selling at much higher and this one property is selling for lower than everything around around in the neighborhood or it is selling at a market value but you are thinking that the property value in that area in that neighborhood are going up a lot faster than normally would be expected in flipping so you also want to buy a property at a low price and then you want to lock in that price draw up a written agreement. I remember I took business law back in college and the importance of a written contract was emphasized over and over again. Even though people can be bound by a verbal contract, you will have hard time proving that in the court. It will be your word against somebody else's words. So you want to have a written agreement with the seller of the property. Also in the flipping game, you would want to have the buyer ready, the rebuyer. This is the person, this is the person who will be buying the property from you. You want to make the flip happen as soon as possible. You don't have time to wait and then go and find uh, the buyer or the rebuyer. So what are the steps for this? First, you locate a property that is selling below its value. You contact the seller. You make an offer to purchase the property at a certain price. You lock up that offer and then you quickly resell that property to somebody else. To clarify, the offer is not for you to purchase the property, but the offer is to tie up the seller. Once that offer is accepted, then usually you have 
a certain amount of time, either 30 days, 60 days, 90 days to resell the property. And you never have to get involved with any sort of mortgage, any sort of bank. There are a couple of ways of making this happen. One is called the options. It's, it's kind of similar to the options in the stock market. So this is for the buyer. This presents an opportunity but not a requirement. The buyer does not have to buy, but the buyer has the opportunity to purchase a property at a set price at some future date. For the seller, this is a commitment to sell for that set price by a certain date. The basics are very simple. You locate the property and you make an options offer. This is an option to buy the property at a certain price by a certain date. You give them the options money. Sometimes it's $100, sometimes it's, it's $5,000. It depends on the value of the property. And the seller gives you the right to purchase that property by a certain amount of time. Now, this time is not fixed. You can buy, you may have 30 days to resell the property, you may have 60 days, you may have a year, but again, the offer will dictate what it is. Next, you make the agreement with the rebuyer who will be purchasing the property from you. Now, how do you make money in this? You are making an agreement with the seller to purchase a property at a fixed price, and then you are reselling that property to another buyer at a higher price than what you are paying, and the difference is your profit. The key is to buy the right property and the right seller and the right rebuyer. The most important factor in this is to have the rebuyer ready. And if you have the rebuyer ready, then you can sell the property within 30 days, within 60 days, or even quicker. But if you have to go and find a rebuyer, then it may take longer and you may end up losing the deal. How do you do the paperwork for options? You, there are forms available at regular stationery stores to do this. However, it's better to get an attorney involved or somebody who has more experience, especially when it is your first or second deal. You want to make sure that things go correctly. And again, you do not have to qualify to get a mortgage with this. No credit score needed. All you need is to have the option and the rebuyer. The rebuyer will need the mortgage, the money to buy the property, and they will need the credit score and the closing cost and everything is with the rebuyer. Another way to make a similar deal is to use by using the use an assignment of purchase. What this means is that when you make an offer to purchase, usually it's done in cash, then you make an offer, you say that the buyer is either your name or assigns. This means that either you can buy the property or someone else to whom you have assigned the contract can also buy the property. And again, the rebuyer will get the financing and make the purchase and you pocket the difference between what you paid for the property and the higher and the higher price that the rebuyer pays for it. Getting someone to agree to an assignment can be difficult because the person who's selling it 
doesn't know who will eventually purchase the property they are afraid that you might not be able to get the mortgage that's needed and that somebody will back um, out at the last minute so there are different type of escape clause that you are putting in the contract and you may have to decrease those or you may have to up the purchasing price the ability to assign a contract runs much shorter than the options contract these are usually 30 to 45 days that means that you've got to find a buyer and end the deal very very quickly and the advantages again are that you don't need to put in your own money you have to put up the original only the original deposit when you are buying the property from the seller and you will get this deposit back from the rebuyer and you can expect to get your profit out within 30 to 45 days and you don't have to qualify to get a mortgage you don't have to deal with the bank you don't have to deal with closing costs you don't have to deal with any of the other headache and as any transaction there are always risks involved especially in assignment and options the seller may get angry that you are buying a property from them at a low price and able to sell at a higher price and uh, this is the reason why you should have full disclosure you should tell the seller what you are trying to do to help avoid any of these problems what you are bringing to the table in this type of deals is your marketing experience or your marketing expertise that's what you are making the profit for and that's what you should be getting paid for and of course you should also tell the buyer or the rebuyer what you are trying to do they may have no issue with it they may think you know you're they may appreciate your expertise and they may want to work with you again on a different deal but it's better to disclose it to them and the purchase price that you are paying in this way they don't if they find out later on they don't think that they got cheated or that you lied or anything like that most investors like to do the options deal rather than assignments with options everything is on the table everybody knows what's happening with assignments there is more likely probability of hiding things and not many people understand them so they may shy away from assignment deals and again just a reminder you should only get involved in investments that you thoroughly understand you understand their benefits you understand their risks read as many books as you have to i cannot go over all the details in the short podcast uh, episodes my goal is just to make you aware of what's out there mention these things and then you do your research and you decide what's comfortable for you and which direction you want to go in flipping is a good way of investing but pretty much everybody who does real estate ends up being a landlord or ends up owning a rental property there are many many advantages of owning a rental property including the tax benefits getting the depreciation from a rental property and there are a lot of taxes that you may have to pay in terms of capital gains tax if you are selling too quickly to get a good rental property you need to look at certain criterias for each property you want to make sure that you purchase a property in a good school district 
that it has a low crime rate in the neighborhood. It is close to shopping area. It, it, it is close to transportation. Transportation is very important, especially in New York City, New Jersey areas where you can be stuck in traffic for hours on end. People love to take the train. They love to take the buses. And you want to make sure that those are accessible. The house cannot be too small or it cannot be too big. And that there is an active rental market in your area and a house that is suitable for tenants and a house that is easily maintained without requiring a lot of ongoing maintenance. One of the things that I learned recently from my husband was that they discourage you from putting ceiling fans in rental property because that's something that will need some sort of maintenance or some sort of fixing up in a couple of years, two, three years buying appliances that are used or that are not super expensive everything that requires low maintenance not a lot of money to maintain on a monthly basis it is also preferable to have your rental properties close to where you live because things will go wrong you will have to go into the house and try to fix it if you are spending hours on end commuting to the place to try to help the tenant then that is also additional cost and also if the property is in a different state far away then you will need to hire property managers or other people to help you out and that is an additional cost out of pocket you will also need to do your work to find a good tenant for yourself you want to look at other people's credit scores to get their old receipts from previous landlords, their recommendations from previous landlords if they have paid their rent on time. The most important question to ask the previous landlord would be, would you rent your property to this tenant again? Okay, I think I can go on and on about real estate, but we will have one more episode on this discussing the taxes. I think that's that's a very important topic to discuss, especially with real estate, all the depreciation and all the capital gains and everything else involved in taxes, why people decide to have real estate property. The major benefit is related to tax. So we will speak about that in the next episode and until then i will talk to you guys later all right assalamualaikum bye take care